Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network as we take a look at the New Mexico Bowl between BYU and SMU. The 7-5 BYU Cougars, the 7-5 SMU Mustangs. It's hard to watch these teams without hearkening back to early 80s, 1980 or 1981. I think it was 1980, the Holiday Bowl, one of the great classic matchups. Um, SMU, BYU, Jim McMahon was one of the great games of uh, of all time. Uh, it, it really just a bowl game that was exciting in a day and age where you didn't have a lot of high-scoring games. That was it. Well, it, it's different looking right now. These two teams are going to play in University Stadium in Albuquerque on Saturday night at the 7.30 Eastern time. Last game for BYU before heading off to the Big 12 and SMU would uh, love to win this one and kind of um, send them off in a negative way as uh, kind of win one for the league, um, their own league. BYU was uh, um, struggled last uh, year in the Independence Bowl, lost to UAB. And um, Rhett Lassley is in his second season with uh, one last uh, four of his five games. And his offense has got a lot of firepower. And the program's going to be really excited to play this game. Uh, it's usually a, a been home from Mountain West team. A BYU being an old Mountain West team was a natural fit. Uh, it's just the fourth time these two programs will meet. BYU's 3-0, and including um, uh, the win back in uh, 1997. But it was the 1980 Holiday Bowl, that uh, 46-45 comeback by Jim McMahon that was won for the ages. For this BYU team, um, it's looking – Obviously, like Jaron Hall's not going to play in this game against SMU. He's said as, as such. Um, Hall's uh, suffered a right ankle injury in the regular season finale. He had a really good year. He threw for 3,100-plus yards, 34 touchdowns, only six picks. The offense runs through him. If he can't go, it's going to look different. Um, <clears throat> you're going to see Cade Finnegan, who's the former uh, Woodrow Wilson High's quarterback that uh, doesn't have a lot of experience to for – for uh, SMU and their defensive coordinator, Shot Simmons. They uh, are going to run, prepare for what BYU likes to run, regardless who's that quarterback. Uh, if you go back and watch him uh, through his high school days and how he's played, they're going to run, be similar, just not as good in terms of the style that they like to run. Whoever gets the starting nod, they're going to face an SMU defense that's going to want to finish on a better note than they've played this year. They've been very vulnerable. They've allowed a whole lot of points this year. Um, BYU's shown an ability to run the football all season long, and it's going to be a cold night. It's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. When uh, SMU's got the football, um, you know, it's Rasheed Rice, the senior receiver from SMU, finished the regular season as the, the, the nation's leading receiver. He's not going to be playing in the New Mexico Bowl. He battled a broken toe since September 24th and 4th, and he's um, he's got the Senior Bowl coming up. He's going to going to heal up and, and prepare for the NFL draft. The Southmore wide receiver Dylan Goffney um, uh, and offensive lineman Jalen Thomas are also not going to play. So <clears throat> that's not uh, ideal for them. But on the positive side, quarterback Tanner Mordecai will play, and we'll see uh, an explosive offense that can still move the football fairly easily. Uh, they've got some weapons with Jordan Curley, who's been fantastic. The 
Texas transfer, Moochie Dixon, um, you know, uh, does have some ability to make some plays for him. So it's going to be an interesting game, a night game with high elevation. Should be kind of cool weather-wise and uh, might be kind of cool watching these teams uh, getting the offense going. Can BYU um, uh, keep up? That's going to be the key offensively. So Chris Brooks comes back after missing two weeks at running back. Um, can they control the game at the line of scrimmage? They are 7-0 and or the Cougars when allowing fewer than 205 rushing yards and 0-5 when allowing more. So SMU only hit the 200-yard mark three times and all came against really bad defenses. So we'll see. SMU got the big edge here in terms of offensive personnel that's got more uh, availability of guys that can make plays. Um, we'll see if BYU can keep pace. I don't think that uh, their passing game is as good, nearly as good as SMU's. So to me, this is going to be about the run game and about pace of play, and the pace of play is going to have to favor uh, slowing it down a little bit in BYU's favor. That's going to be the key. All in all, I think this game kind of gets up to – into the high twenties, uh, maybe up uh, uh, low thirties, um, and we'll see. The defense um, hadn't been bad; that uh, hadn't been all that bad for BYU. But you know, when they get up into the 27, 30 points area, that's when they struggle to win it. Can we see SMU's been able to do a pretty good job of hanging with the better teams on their schedule? Uh, it lost to TCU and Maryland and Cincinnati and Tulane and UCF. BYU's defense uh, has been miserable on third downs. That could be the key to the game. We'll see how it plays out. I've got further thoughts on this over at LandryFootball.com, so make sure that you take uh, advantage of our holiday saving special um, where we've got all the bowl previews and all the NFL previews. And uh, also subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network where you can get all of our football shows, breaking down all the games, all the players, all the teams, all the latest news in college football from a coaching and scouting perspective. Enjoy the game, everyone. We'll talk to you next time.